Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman hanging out CMU Champion Center. More Spock Sports Show podcast action. I got Kyle Moretti here with me. He was kind enough to join me with the rest of the linebacking crew this preseason. Uh, what a win on Saturday night. Now, when I bring up that game, what's the very first thing that comes to mind for you, Kyle? You guys won 34-30, dramatic win over South Alabama. Oh, for sure. Um, just progress, you know. The past couple weeks kind of been frustrating. Um, but we, I think the biggest thing is just figuring out who we are as a team. Um, those first couple weeks were challenges, and we were almost there. But I think we kind of just put everything together this week. And obviously there's a lot of room to – improve but I think the biggest thing is learning how to win you know um as an away team that was a really good team we beat and I'm just proud of proud of our team and how everyone uh played and I don't think people realize you know when, when you're a college football team and you're going on the road you know all these ranked teams you see them lose at these places that you don't think they should lose at and it it's hard to win on the road when you go to any of these places the last two places Notre Dame South Alabama those environments are tough to play in, and they pump up that other team just like your home crowd does, don't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, I think our strength staff did a great job, and all of our coaches did a great job preparing us. Coach Welsh, um, you know, giving us the nutrients and getting our bodies right, and coaches giving us the right game plan. And, oh, it's definitely an experience, you know. It's, yeah, yeah you're, you're kind of going into the travel and keeping your body going or whatever. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's yeah. kind of a whole other step up there. Now, oh, yeah. Jace Bowers' performance. Talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. He's been working his tail off, and, um, you know, he just he gets after it, and I'm just proud of him. I'm proud of the whole offense. You know, offensive line did great. Wide receivers did great. Bauer did great. Um, I'm just so proud of him, you know, and that's just the start. You know, um, that was last week, and we just need it. This is a big week this week, and um, I think we just need to get after it, but I'm proud of him. And now when he took in that last, you know, touchdown on the sideline, at that point you probably feel like, all right, I think we actually have it. You know what I mean? As crazy yeah. as that game was, what what was going through your mind? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, offense picked up the slack. Um, we didn't do a good job in the fourth quarter as a defense. Um, you know, they got those two touchdowns late, and I'm just super thankful for the offense. I'm <laughs> yeah. just thankful for the offense. And <laughs> Bauer did a great job. The whole offense did a great job. And I just want to say thank them. And, um, you know, it's just stuff to build on. Yep, and now Trey Jones led the team in tackles for you guys from his defensive back position. How much does that help you as a linebacker to know you got a guy on the side that's going to be able to help out like that? Oh, Trey's awesome. Trey's a stud. You know, he gets all the communication done in the back end with the motions and the shifts. He makes everything easier. I know he's always going to fill the gaps, and I have no doubt about that. He's he's a great leader. He's a great person on the team, and I love playing, playing with him. Yeah, and you and Justin also had some big tackle numbers as sure. well. Talk about uh, how fun that game was as a linebacker. Like I said, they put up some points against you guys, but for people who don't know, go look at what they did against Oklahoma State. This yeah. is this is a really good offense, a really oh, good yeah. football team. Oh, yeah, I know it's great. Um, You know, the first quarter we kind of got gashed a little bit, exposed, but we settled down in the – when we started settling down in the second and third quarter, you know, it was, it was starting to get real fun, you know, um, just knowing what they were going to run. And Coach Aikie did a great job. Coach Mack did a great job preparing us and – um. You know, at the end of the day, we just got to execute, and I think we did that for the most part. Got to clean some stuff up, but it was a fun experience. Now, who's somebody on the defensive side of the ball, you know, playing next to you, playing in front of you, behind you, that maybe didn't show up in the box score that you thought had a great game? Oh, I, w- I would have to say, I mean, every week it's the D-line, you know, Quezzy, J-Dub, Robbie, Heldman, Mo, Q. I mean, all those dudes in front of me, they, they make life so much easier. They get the double teams off of me. 
Um, you know, the linebackers get all the publicity, but, I mean, I wouldn't do anything without them. Um, Coach, Des Coach Jesse and Coach Aki did a great job. And like I said, it just kind of ties into everything. So, same thing with the DBs, Dante, Trey, um, Span, those kind of guys. They, they keep everything locked up in the back end, so it's just easier for the linebackers. So I'm just thankful for everyone on my defensive side. Now, that's such a great, like, coach answer right there, too, if you like Moretti. Uh, but, you know, was there a moment in that game? Like I said, you guys got down 14 nothing pretty early. Mm -hmm. Was there a moment once you guys came back or you made a big play defensively to force them to punt the kind of, you know, turn the chains for you guys or turn the momentum for you guys? Oh, definitely. Um, I'd probably say in the second quarter when the offense scored and ended up being 14-7. And the next drive, I believe we had a three and out, and then they scored. Um, it was 14-13 going in the half. Um, Coach Mack emphasized the first four quarters out of um, – or the first four minutes out of the uh, halftime, you know, we got to win that. We got a three and out and we scored there. I think at that point we kind of had the momentum and truly started to believe that we could win. Now, man, it might have even been the Notre Dame game, but no turnovers in the South Alabama game. When's the last time you remember that happened? Or it might have been the week before. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. The offense did a great job, um, you know, holding on to the ball. I think we won the time of possession. That's also a key, key to winning. And so I'm just thankful. We, we played a good game. Obviously, there's stuff to clean up on, but lots of lots of uh, things to be happy about. Yeah, but you guys are now 2-2 two and two heading into MAC play. Kind of your thoughts on where the team's at. See, you keep saying we got a lot of room to grow because oh, yeah. you know you do, but how, how do you feel about where the team's at going into Eastern Michigan this Saturday? Oh, yeah. No, um, I think we're – we're up in spirits for sure. That was a big win, obviously. Um, but like I said, that's behind us. Eastern last year, they, you know, they embarrassed us. And that's this whole offseason, it's been on our mind. And um, obviously, that's a big game for in-state rivalry. So um, this week, day by day, we just need to focus on the each day, not look too far ahead and just, um, you know, kind of just focus on what we need to focus on. Yeah, but it's a one thirty kickoff this Saturday. Plenty of time for people to have a good time, come out to the game. What, yes, is it, what does it mean for you when these stands are full here at Kelly Short Stadium? Oh, well, it means everything. Um, love our fans. And, you know, when it's loud and <laughs> defense is out there on a third down and you can't hear anything, oh, there's nothing like that. Yeah, t talk about, like, that matters. You, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. That's where oh, you know, yeah. we talk about the quote-unquote 12th man. You, oh, yeah. you see it, the third down penalties and stuff like that. If there's a crowd out here and it's loud, it how much does, you know, it makes you guys 5%, 10% better, you know, try and put a weird number on it there? Oh, yeah. No, it does for sure. Um, like I said, just when it gets loud on the third down or offense makes a big play, I mean, crowd has the crowd has a bunch of say in the game. You know what I mean? That's That goes with momentum, too. And um, even when they're on defense, I mean, once you hear the crowd going and you hear them chirping, you know, it gets in their head. So, I mean, I'm just grateful for our fans and can't wait for this game on Saturday. Yeah, they might be from Michigan, but we need to, need to make them feel like they're in Siberia this exactly. Saturday, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Comrade, thanks so much for joining me, man. Really Thank appreciate Thank you so much. It. Yep. Appreciate it. Jesse Pruitt here with me, joining me. And, Jesse, uh, get some of the basic information. What what, what class are you in here at CMU? Uh, so I'm a uh, redshirt senior. Uh, All right. This is my fifth year here, and uh, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. All right, all right. So do you have a chance to have that COVID year? Could you have one more year of eligibility next year? Yes, or, sir, I or, do. Are you, you planning on that? Are you thinking about rolling maybe into bigger things? Or you got your degree? What, what's going on with you? Um, right now the focus really is just, like, getting my degree. And, uh, you know, just whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to let God all right. figure that out for me. Hey, 
he was, if you if you open up your eyes, I feel like he usually lays out a, pr- a pretty good plan. You, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, if, you, if you follow it. Um, now coming from Columbus, Ohio, to, we won't even go into the Ohio State thing as a Mich- <laughs> as a Michigan kid here. But uh, coming from Columbus, Ohio to Mount Pleasant, Michigan, what's that change been like, or has it been much of a change for you? Uh, so actually, before I even came here, I was a. Uh I was playing uh, at Wayne State, so, All right. uh, Division Two, Wayne State out of Detroit. So you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty used to the Michigan atmosphere up here. Been out, been out there for three years. So then, like the transition from uh, Wayne State to Central, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, pretty decent, pretty, uh, pretty neat. You yeah, know, well, I was just like I said, Columbus everything. is still Midwest, right? Yeah, I mean, a li- yeah. little bit bigger, but then you were in Detroit, and so you know, kind of right. a, probably kind of a nice transition. You know, go- going further and further north and. How much difference in snow is there from Mount Pleasant to Columbus? Oh, it's, no, a, it's, it's definitely a difference. Is right? it's, it definitely is. It's, <laughs> even though you know Ohio still got that same weather, uh, weather it's definitely colder here. <laughs> <laughs> and now going back to Saturday night, woof, w- w- what a win! Right. Um, when you think of that thirty-four thirty victory over South Alabama, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Man, it was just a great team win. Honestly, like you know that was that was a personal game for us. You know, uh, obviously last year they came here in our house and. Uh, kind of exposed us, kind of beat us pretty bad. So we just had the mentality of just going down there, trying to, you know, get back at them and, you know, coming down there with revenge, playing with a chip on our shoulder and all that. Uh, Jace Bauer. Uh, talk about his man. performance, man. Jace I think it was, was 19 amazing. of 30 for 240, 250, four touchdowns on the ground, one touchdown in the air. Talk about that. Man, Jace was – he played an amazing game. Um, just uh, an awesome, awesome guy. He, he really is. He out there leading us to the victory, all that. It was just – it was just amazing to see like what he can he can show everybody what he's truly made of and what he can truly do. And now you're you had a pretty darn good game yourself, my man. Ten receptions for 140 yards. When you and a, I imagine you know in high school you obviously were very successful to move on to the next level and play. When you and a quarterback are in the zone together like that, talk a little bit about that. Uh, it was it, it it was nothing for real like. Honestly, that, that was that was kind of normal to us. Like All you right. know, uh, in the off season, me and Jace put in many hours of work, many hours, and it's just, at the end, it just felt so good because we just, we both seen it uh, just pay it off, and it was it was just amazing. It was an amazing feeling. Yeah, was there a moment, like, after a drive or after that game, you guys were walking off and kind of looked at each other and Literally. thought, you know what? That June 23rd day where we were out here working, it, it paid off tonight. No, literally, like, as, like, as we were walking off the field going to the locker room, we just looked at each other and, you know, hugged each other and was like, well, I told you, like, all the work we put in, it was going to pay off. So it was just like, just to see all that, it, it literally almost brought a tear to me, man. It was, it was, just, it was wonderful. I, I, want, I want to keep trying to dig further into this, but I, I don't know the next, you know, next question to ask you. You know, you talked about the hours and hours you guys put in, and obviously you want to pay off more than one game, but – you know, to, to any high school kid out there that, that's listening to this, mm-hmm. how how satisfactory was that for you guys? I mean, that was a monster stage down there at South Alabama. Really tough place to play. Um, silence in the crowd a couple times, I'm sure, with some of those long passes. Just, uh, you know, the, the hard work was worth it, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. You it know? was just, like I said, like, we just put in many hours. Like, stuff like that doesn't happen overnight. So it's just countless hours, hours and hours and hours putting in, watching a whole bunch of film. Just, just like you said, building that connection, building that relationship with one another. So, uh, just to see it all pay off, it was just, it was truly amazing. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I feel like quarterback and wide receiver, it's more important to have that than any other two positions on the field. Does that make sense to put it that way? Yeah, 
Yeah, and now Trey Jones led the team in tackles. I don't know how much you know you were out there watching it, but I imagine you go up against him quite a bit on in the practice field. What, what's he like going up against? Uh, Trey is a Trey is a dog, man. He's he's one of the, the the leaders on our team, man. He he literally like drives everybody on the team to be great. Like me and him go at it, go at it every day in practice. We we push each other. You know, he gets me better, I get him better. It's just it's amazing seeing him go out there and work every day. And now what was bigger in this game for you guys maybe overall as a team, that, that late touchdown, or was it having the 14-0 deficit early and coming back from that? Well, honestly, um, we just knew we had, to, we had to play a complete game. You know, obviously we didn't start the way how we wanted to start, but, you know, we couldn't let, that, let us get, that, uh, get down. And um, we just had to stay together for real. We just knew uh, Coach Mack made an emphasis that we had to – finish strong in the last four minutes of the, the half and the first four minutes of the half, and then also finish strong in the fourth quarter. So we just made sure we emphasized that, and we just had to stay together as a team, and that's how we came out with the win. And Greg was just telling me you guys have zero turnovers now in the last ten quarters, and I'm you know knocking on the drywall here, right. or whatever, whatever it is. Uh, how, if, how much does that change in offense when you just don't turn the ball over? Extremely. Like, it, it actually gives us more confidence. Cause you know it's just like man, like we don't have any turnovers. We're we're sustaining drives. We're we're keeping it going. So it's just what that is 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 a confidence builder for the whole entire offense. Now, who's somebody from this past Saturday in that big win that you know didn't maybe show up in the box score, but you thought had a good game? You know, somebody that stood out to you. Is there anybody out there? And like I said, if you want to bring up Jace again, you know, you, you just <laughs> go ahead and do that. Nah, you know, Jace. You know, he had a everybody know he had a crazy game, but I I say Tyson Davis for real. Uh, Tyson had a, a couple huge, big time third down catches. Uh, even in the game, he caught one, drove us down all the way to the one for Jace to score. So right. it's like, you know, Tyson doesn't make that catch. You know, who knows? So it's just Tyson definitely showed up this game with a. Uh, with some big time catches. Yeah, but when you got somebody opposite of you doing big things too, it, it like I said, you got Luke's cup. You you guys just got so many weapons on this team. It's just oh, a matter of if you utilize them. Like I said, when you have those weapons, that's where turnovers just can kill you because you guys got three chances to get ten yards. You're gonna make it happen. You take mm-hmm. those chances away. It just becomes very difficult. You guys are now two and two heading into Mac play. Got Eastern Michigan coming up. Kind of thoughts on where the team is and maybe the offense in particular, your side of the ball. Oh, the, we're 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 pretty confident coming in this game. We just uh just trying to stay consistent, you know. Uh, like you said, we're two and two, so you know we don't have all the pieces together, but we're still trying to put some things together. And, you know, we coming off this uh great road win, so we're just trying to find the things that we were good at and you know just get better at them, staying consistent. Yeah, but I asked Kyle kind of the same last question. How much does it pump you up? How much better does the team play when the stands are packed here and it's loud at oh, CMU man, Kelly it's, Shorts? It's a, it's a great feeling. Like, you know, that's it's all about confidence. So, you know, when our fans got confidence in us, then we got confidence in each other, and it's just it's, it's major. It's that's major a, to us. That's a great way to put it right there, Jesse. If the right. fans got confidence in you, it's going to instill confidence in you guys' selves, man. Right. So thanks so much for joining me, man. We'll nah, see you Saturday, man. Me. Good yes, luck, sir. man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Time for a break here on Spock Sports Show. When I come back, joined by the assistant head coach, Michael Zordich, also an 11-year NFL veteran, two-time national champion at Penn State. Really cool conversation with him coming right up. CMU Day, Spock Sports Show, Buck 92 every Monday night at 7 p.m. and podcasting wherever you get your podcasts. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. 
Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the Central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Chris Bachman here with you with Coach Z, Coach Zordich. If I do, I get that correct there. That make is sure, correct. All right, make sure yeah. I get that correct. Uh, defensive backs head coach, along with the assistant head coach here. And did I get that title correct too? I want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, DB coach and assistant head all coach. All right, yes, all right. Sir. And you had uh, quite the career yourself. You won two national championships at Penn State. You had eleven seasons in the NFL, and so the sports dork in me. When I saw that, was pretty excited to ask you a couple questions about that before we get rolling, if you don't mind. Uh, so it was 87 to 98, you were in the NFL. You went up against some of the greatest of all time. Who was the toughest cover for you as a defensive back? Who did, when you lined up across from somebody, who did you say, oh, no? Well, you know, our, our nemesis was the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I was in the NFC East for, uh, shoot, nine of my 12 years. So playing them was always a, a, a battle. And, you know, later on in, in my career, they got Jay Novacek, tight end. Of course, Michael Irving, but as a safety, I really didn't have to cover Michael Irving, but Jay was one of the best tight ends uh, that played the game, and uh, he, he, he was he was, he was was a teammate at one time, and then he was an right. enemy at one time, so it was fun <laughs> It was fun to play against him. It really but, but yeah, was. Yeah, it was fun to play against him, but tough to play against him. And but so, tough to cover, no yep, doubt. Yep, and now when you think of your favorite moment of your football career, like I said, you won two national championships at Penn State. You're a captain on the team your senior year when they yep. finished number three in the nation. And if it was nowadays, you guys would have had a chance to compete for that national championship. And then 11 years in the NFL. What? What's? Is there a moment that stands out to you? A year that stands out to you? Uh, no, not not really, Chris. You know, there's a lot of great memories along the way. Um, uh, there's not a, a year in particular that stands out in a good way. I mean, I had a horrible year in 92 and that sticks out in a bad way. <laughs> and that, that, uh, was a driving force. You know, it helps sometimes failure helps you to succeed. So <laughs> I, I took that in that direction, but yeah, just too many great memories and, and, uh, great wins along the way. A lot of super coaches. In fact, one of my coaches just passed away yesterday. Jim Vicarelli, linebacker coach I had at uh, New York. He's from, he's uh, from my hometown, Youngstown, Ohio. So, uh, but yeah, it was a great experience, and um, like I said, just a lot of great memories and good people that came along the way. I'm sorry to hear about your former coach well, and uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Something yes, in sir. the something in the water over there because there's a lot of <laughs> lot of coaches. It seems like a lot of success comes out of there. Talk about the football there. Uh, you know, growing up there it was one of the best spots in the nation. You know, we we per capita put out a lot of great football players, and as you mentioned, the coaches, uh, the Pelinis, the Stoops, come out of there, and a, a lot of other guys that that are kind of in the shadows, but are, they're out there. Uh, Wolfords in uh, Alabama right now, and you know Jerry Osowski, one of my high school teammates, a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's uh, 
coaching with the Steelers. So there, there's a lot of folks out yeah. there that, that that are in the game. And, uh, you know, it was just a great place to grow up, Steel City, and uh, great work ethic. And I, and I think everywhere. that's something that kind of comes along with the tough-mindedness down there in that area. Is just it, it, Without a doubt. Every day, you know, you just go to work, you bring your lunch pail and lunch box, and you get after it. And that's how we were raised. And, and uh, it's a special way, and it was a, it's a special place. And certainly a little different now with, with the steel mills gone, but uh, we still call it home. Love it. And now, in your opinion, this means a lot to me, except the sports dork in me saw the NFL stuff. You know, who is the greatest player you ever played with, played against? Well, there's a there's a few, you know. Again, the Dallas Cowboys and Nemesis, yeah. uh, Barry Sanders and Nemesis. Uh, uh, you know, being a safety, a strong safety in the NFL for for 12 years, you play some really good running backs, and those yeah. two go tackle number 20. Right? Those those two were the best, in in my opinion, um, to play against. Uh, played with played with some great guys myself. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I played with Gary Hogaboom for a couple of years. I, I played with uh, uh, Randall Cunningham for a couple of years. Uh, Chris Carter for a couple of years. So, really good football players. And uh, but the, the greatest thing for me, and as we kind of alluded to earlier, you know, the great memories and the people we you meet along the way. Those are things that stick in your mind throughout all those years. All right, now to talk about this past Saturday night. Uh, when I bring up that 34-30 victory on the road, is there one play, is there one thing that comes to mind for you? Well, there's a couple overthrown footballs that <laughs> come <laughs> to mind to me <laughs> that, that we got lucky on, that we've got to get better on. And uh, those things are, are scary. But, uh, no, um, I, I appreciate the way we, we came out. You know, we, we gave up 14 points like in the snap of our fingers, but, but uh, defensively came back and, and got, got tough. Yeah, and what's, what was more important for you, coming back late in that game or as a defensive coach, is it giving up those 14 early and then kind of becoming more stout after that? Well, certainly becoming more stout after the 14. You know, you're sitting there you're going, oh, my goodness, what are, what are we doing? You know, you're giving a really good football team 14 points. And, um, and, and and I say give, and you know we miss some some plays along the way in, in those first two drives. That you make those plays, you're not in that situation. So, uh, um, it it was it was very difficult to watch. But then to, to that third series, the fourth series, the fifth series, you know, then things start coming together. Eleven players doing their job, nothing more, nothing less. And when you do that. You have a great success chance for success when everybody does their job. All right, I, I got to do it since you said eleven players doing their job. Um, how how big of a mistake was that Saturday night Notre Dame just having ten guys on the field for their final two plays? Yeah, that I, like that that was one of those you know that w- when I saw that that happened and I was watching the game I didn't notice it in real time I will say but right. as a coach on the side. You'd probably been running on the field, but like that's just crazy. Well, it is crazy because you spend so much time and effort to make sure you have eleven <laughs> guys on the field, and I I feel their pain. I, I do. We opened up the second half of the South Alabama game with ten players. So it can't happen. It All absolutely right. can't happen, uh, and and uh, it shouldn't. Yeah, it absolutely shouldn't, and and certainly. The blame can go many ways, but, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we spend – there's so many personnel groups. You, you, you try to minimize that per game, 
so there isn't that situation. And injuries occur, and that can happen, and yep. somebody doesn't forget to go in for the sub and all that crazy stuff. But, yeah, I, I actually feel bad for Notre Dame. All right. Because all right. I, 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 I'm I glad for you to point that I, out. I, as a I defense. absolutely do. Because, you know, you hear that Monday morning quarterback, yet it's so easy to rip on him and rip on him and rip on him, but I really – that's. You saying that's going to make me kind of take all the heat that I thought off of it because, like you said, there's 20 different personnel groups. If, if one of them, you know, goes in and it's just the wrong one, one guy's – that does happen every once in a while. It, it does, and I'm not saying it's an excuse. It, it's not an excuse. I just, as a fan of the game I and as a coach that has, and as a player that's been along the path, I, I just feel bad for, yep. for – it's gonna, them it just happened situation. at the most crucial time when so many eyes were on it. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's the time we're all supposed to shine. Yeah. And now going back to uh, CMU South Alabama victory, 34 to 30. Both teams had 19 first downs. CMU 9 of 16 on third. Uh, South Alabama 7 of 13. 69 to 60 plays. 5 to 4 punts. 4 to 5 penalties. But the big difference was time of possession, 33 to 26. Um, and a game so close, two teams that are so even, is time of possession become one of the biggest factors? Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, for our offense, our offense, hats off to our offense, the way they, they uh, the last couple games, you know, they've, they've sustained some drives. They put up a lot of points all year. So hats off to them for, for being able to do that. And, uh, and especially that last drive, being able to uh, – Use up all the clock and yeah, yeah I'll, score. I'll, I'll, I'll throw myself under the bus. I was kind of it was it was blacked out for me on the stream for the radio, and so I was at my parents' house in right. Claire, and I was kind of going back and forth from my car to hanging out. My aunts were up, just hanging out. And I came back. I says, Ah, Dad, they they fell. You know, this is really good. And I said, South Alabama was a really good team. You know, that that I come back out to my car with the dog a few minutes later, and I hear Adam Jackson, thirty four thirty, the Chippewas win it, and I'm like, What? No, I I, I missed it. So. Just a fantastic finish. Uh, what was it like walking into the locker room after that game? Uh, that, that's always great, after, especially on the road against a very good opponent. And um, yeah, the locker room was very, very electric, a lot of energy, and uh, it was fun. Now, it was great, great to see the kids that, in that way. You're the defensive backs coach. Trey Jones led the team in tackles from his defensive back position. When I was talking with Kyle, when I was talking uh, – with Jesse before the game, they both said he's a, he's a dog. Talk about him a little bit. Trey has just been fabulous all year. You know, when I got here two years ago and, and, and now to see him develop from where he was and just becoming a, a really good young man, a great leader of this football team, a student of the game, and, and he's growing and he's developing and he, he's getting better every game and, and really every day. And besides all that, he's a great kid, yeah. good uh, person. Heading into MAC play, you guys are two and two on the season. Kind of thoughts on where this team is? Well, walking away or running away or leaving South Alabama with a W was was huge. I think our team took a big step Saturday afternoon. Um, now the test is playing at home, you know, and Max stresses playing at home, winning at home, and uh, you know that's what he's been talking about to the ball club in, in the short prep time that we've had, and. Um, that that's what that's what we got to see, you know. Can we take another step? Can we grow some more? And and I think as a football team, if you if you're able to, it's it's like anything. If you're able to get better every day of your prep or, or every day of your life, you're, 
good things should happen for you. So that that's our target. That's our focus, just getting a little bit better every day. And uh, hopefully it'll take us to good places. All right, here's my little, you know, kind of curveball of a question for you guys. Uh-huh. He's been around the game his whole life. What are these kids learning playing football that they can't learn in a classroom? Well, football is like life. Sometimes it smacks you right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, in the classroom – I would think it's it's the same. You know, I, I was a college student. If you know, it, It's all about work. If you go to work and do your work, you're going to be successful. Yes, there are going to be ups and downs. Yes, you're only going to have 10 people on the field at times. But, but you have to be able to overcome that. And you're going to get hit in the face. You're, you're going to get punched in the gut. And it's your ability to bounce back from that. And, and, and that's what anybody has to do and certainly as a football team that's kind of the name of the game (laughs) yes exactly uh just you got to rebound you know that's why there's 50 well it used to be 15 rounds to a a title (laughs) fight yeah Yeah, now there's only what 12 yeah well yeah it seems yeah i think it is 12 is kind of the limit and maybe that's a good thing but that's a podcast for a different day right (laughs) Right. (laughs) coach z thanks so much for joining me man i really appreciate it enjoyed it thank you For listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Bachman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to mymichiganpodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.